0: This is Warrior Podcast, changing the world by introducing warriors to the warrior God. I'm your host, Elizabeth Andrade, and he's back. Connor's back. He's here via telephone with us again today. We have missed you
1: so much. How are you doing? Oh, it is so good to be back. It is so good to be back. And I want to give you and Mario a huge shout out for the way that you have so prophetically shared your heart and encouraged listeners of this podcast over the past two weeks. I have personally been blessed even though I've been busy and we'll talk about that in a second, but I have still stayed up to date with my favorite podcast warrior podcast. <laughs> and I've listened the past two weeks and been so blessed by you both. So thank you for your effort, but man, oh man, it is so good to be back.
0: Yeah. It hasn't been the same without you at all. So what's, what's the life update? What's been going
1: on? <sighs> Listener gather around. I'm a dad. What? No way. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. But my wife and I welcomed our first child, our sweet baby girl into the world. And man, it has just been a whirlwind. It has been an absolute whirlwind. A a true blessing.
0: She's the cutest baby. The cutest
1: baby ever. Listen, I would be the first to tell you if our baby was not the cutest baby, I would just say, listen, she's really healthy. All right, we're really happy. She's really healthy. I wouldn't say anything because I've seen some babies that are not that cute. I'll be honest (laughs) with you. I'm willing to be honest with you, the listener. But let me tell you, our baby is the cutest baby that I've ever seen.
0: She is adorable. For real. We can't wait to meet her. She is just so, the pictures we've seen, she is just
1: the cutest little thing. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we're all traveling. We're all traveling. We're all trying to. Make the most of this little season, but as soon as we all get back together, little Rosie, that's the name of our baby girl, little baby Rosie, cannot wait to meet Uncle Mario and Auntie
0: (laughs) Liz. We're excited to meet her. Auntie Liz. Auntie Liz. Well, I know that you are a dad now, so you want to take advantage of as much time as possible with Rosie, especially during this phase. But I did want to ask you, what has God been teaching you through this journey of becoming a father?
1: Yeah. No, that's such a good question. And I'm so thankful to be able to talk about that with you, Elizabeth, and also with you, the listener. I appreciate this opportunity and I don't take this for granted. So uh, I did want to share with you the good news that God is faithful. God is faithful, even in the midst of a difficult world. So no matter, you know, as I share this story, my heart in this is, is to encourage you, listener, that no matter where you are, no matter where you've been during this holiday season, God sees you and he knows you and, and he is faithful and kind. He He desires to draw near to you and bless you and minister to you, wherever you are, whatever this season has looked like for you, whatever life looks like for you. God wants to meet with you. He wants to bless you with his presence. And so if you don't mind, I'll, I'll share a quick story of God's faithfulness. Yes, please. Um, My wife and I, my wife Madeline and I have been together forever. We met in high school in 2012, 2011 or 2012. We started dating soon after that. We made it through uh, several years of long distance dating. I had a deployment, all my military training she's been with me through. We went to different colleges and we finally got married in 2018. So we actually just celebrated yesterday, at the time of this recording, our two-year wedding anniversary.
0: Yes, congratulations to both of you. I know that God has big plans for the both of y'all, and I know that He has big plans to use your marriage to glorify Him.
1: Amen. He's been good. He has been faithful these past two years, and I know He'll be faithful to come. Before we got married, right before we got married, Madeline, my wife, uh, was actually diagnosed with a condition by the name of PCOS. And essentially, among other things, I mean, a warrior, if we have any uh, doctors, if we have any medical professionals out there, you know what I'm talking about. But essentially, this condition would mean that it would be very difficult for Madeline to get pregnant. So we learned that news right before we get married. And, you know, that that's a tough struggle. That's a struggle for us. Madeline and I had both grown up wanting big families, and we wanted to... Uh, We were hoping and praying that the Lord would bless us with children Mm -hmm. and to be hit with that news right before we got married was not easy. It was not super fun for us to walk through those conversations, but we trusted and knew and felt overwhelmingly convinced that the Lord had still called us to this. The Lord had still called us to marry each other, and even if it was just her and I, then uh, it was her and I, and we would— Pray about adoption and we would consider different options, but we knew that the Lord had sustained us over the years and that He will sustain us for the years to come. So that's kind of our mindset going into marriage. We don't really know what our future will look like. We don't really know what children will look like for us. We're told by the doctors that it'll be very difficult. So that was, you know, December 2018, we get married and then we make it a full year. So the full year was 2019, right? Because we got married in December of 2018. Our first year of marriage was 2019. Yeah. We end up in Texas, holler. We end up in the promised land. God's country. And um, and here um, we begin to pray and we begin to pray that the Lord would bless us with a family. And in March of 2020, yes, right as the pandemic kicked off, we actually got some great news that Madeline was pregnant. And uh, this was obviously amazing for us. We were so thankful, especially considering the fact that we had been told that this would be so difficult, so we were scared because of that. We were a bit extra nervous during the pregnancy, but man, we were exci- we were excited and thankful to um, have experienced that. Fast forward then, so after that news, we celebrate, we process, we find out that our sweet baby will be a girl. That we'll have a sweet baby girl, and then I actually warrior again. You're gonna you're gonna sympathize with me. I'm actually called off to go to a training school for the Air Force. So while my sweet pregnant wife is just holding it down at home, pregnant with our first child, then I am off to uh, Biloxi, Mississippi to Keesler Air Force Base, where I have to spend about two months, about two months there. Yeah, I can imagine that was easy for you. While I'm in training, um, Madeline texts me and says, hey, can we talk? Uh-oh. Now tell me, warrior, <laughs> say out loud. I'll, I'll listen to you. I got good ears. Um, you know what that text is, yeah? You know, like, you know, your spouse, you know, your friends, you know, when they send you something, it's like, oh man, this is This is not good. This is bad news.
0: Yeah. Um, Nothing ever good comes from a, we need to talk. Yeah, literally, literally nothing ever good comes after that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So of course I immediately freak out. I immediately call her and uh, she tells me that she just, she was just at the doctor's office for just her her regular checkup and the doctor found a hole in, in, in our baby's heart. There was was actually three holes in baby's heart and several calcium deposits. And the next day, Madeline would be going to a heart specialist. Wow. Now, I know that maybe Warrior you know this too. it's, It's actually quite common for babies to have holes in their heart, and normally they do clear up over time. So I did have that in the back of my head. However, the fact that she was rushed to a specialist the very next day, I also knew that's not good.
0: <laughs> Something There's a little alarm going off somewhere. Ned.
1: Definitely an alarm going off. You know, if they had yeah. said, hey, there's a hole, this is super common. And, uh, you know, we'll send you to a specialist. I don't know, a week, two weeks, three weeks from now, next month, then I would be, okay, no problem. This is normal. This right. is common. But she was rushed to a specialist the next day. And we were very, very concerned. So that began a few days of fasting, a few days of praying and just begging the Lord to show up and To move and to bless our baby girl and to heal her and to heal her heart, to bring resolution to um, her health and to these calcium deposits and these holes in her heart. And so after praying and fasting and begging the Lord, Madeline shows up at the specialist and um, they do all the tests and the specialist comes back into the room after examining the tests, after triple checking everything, comes back to Madeline, looks at her and says, why are you here? (laughs) There's no hole in your baby's heart. Wow. And yet we have the pictures from the doctor that shows the hole, shows the complications. And yet after praying and fasting, when Madeline showed up to the specialist, the hole was gone.
0: Wow. Wow. That's so crazy.
1: So we are we are absolutely claiming that that was a miracle. Oh, I'm we are sure. Praising the Lord Jesus Christ, who is active and working and faithful and good and kind to his people, who is responsive to his people's prayers. And um, man, yeah, we're claiming that. We are praising God for for healing baby Rosie. We are claiming that.
0: Amen. I mean, there's no other way to explain that. I
1: really don't think so. I really, I mean, it's, it's such like the thing where like, you know, you beg the Lord to answer a prayer, then he answers it. And then you look back and you're like, ah, well, those things clear up anyway. You know, like, Hey, it was just, it was just medicine or it was just this, or maybe it really wasn't a miracle. But man, I'm telling you in that moment, we we were so convinced that that was, that was God's hand. That was God's hand at work.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So from there then we are, we are excited. We're thankful baby Rosie's doing great. And we get to November. Our baby is due in December 18th was the original due date. So we get to November. And then uh, at that doctor's appointment, we just love going to the doctor and getting some fun (laughs) news. (laughs) Madeline is diagnosed with this condition called preeclampsia, which um, essentially means that she has high blood pressure, that uh, the baby's heart rate is higher than they would like to see, that there might be some stress going on in utero. And uh, they're going to have to keep a close eye on baby. They're going to have to see Madeline every week. And uh, they will have to actually induce her early. Because they would be worried that if baby went full term, the health would be compromised because the baby is is, is in a stressful spot in utero with this blood pressure and, and other things. If you're a doctor, correct me, I'm preeclampsia, but that's that's how I understand it. Um, it just, just definitely wasn't something that
0: you would hope would have happened.
1: No, definitely. Another, another curveball, you know, another curveball, another evidence of just life in a fallen world, seriously, where things just do not go according to the way that we plan them to go. Right. So... We start meeting with these doctors and they're like, yeah, this is, you know, this is really serious and we're going to have to induce you early. And so we go in on the 6th of December. Original due date was the 18th. Madeline's um, induction is scheduled for the 6th of December. And uh, we're expecting to meet maybe on that following day, the 7th, which is a Monday. So we go in on the 6th, and everything looks the way it had been. Madeline's blood pressure was kind of fluctuating, and baby was a little bit distressed, and then heart rate looked good, and then uh, it's a little bit of concern and looked good. So they're keeping a close eye on her. They're keeping a close eye on my wife, and um, they begin the induction. And so Madeline starts to go through pregnancy. She starts to – her body starts to prepare to wow. to have a baby. And um, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. my poor wife spikes a fever. Oh no! Uh, she starts shivering uncontrollably. It looked to me like she was convulsing. The doctors called it shivering. I thought that was rather generous. <laughs> and then, uh, and then she starts vomiting. Sorry if this is too much information, but hey, this is my life now. I've got a kid.
0: This is where your podcast. That's right. Yeah, it's for your podcast. What else? Did you expect?
1: <laughs> Come on. She starts vomiting, and, and now all of a sudden, it's like, all right, this is not. You know, I've I've seen Grey's Anatomy a time or two. Like, I don't think this is how childbirth is supposed to look <laughs> Oh no! so the doctors rush in and uh, they begin to prepare madeline for an emergency c-section wow so i mean you know c-sections are somewhat normal emergency c-sections happen yeah but still man, it, for us it's not what you were expecting not at all what we were expecting and it's our first time it's like my first time in a hospital since like i got a concussion playing high school football you know yeah wow It's so new for us. It's so scary. And to see my wife in that just difficult condition with her blood pressure already not ideal, her body already going through a lot of stress, and then to have this fever. The fever actually was the result of an infection they found out. And so she had a severe infection. Wow. um, Had this fever, vomiting, and is about to go to emergency C-section. Like, man, I'm crying my eyes out here. I'm like, God, what on earth is going on? Yeah. Um, that must have been completely nerve
0: wracking, just just completely,
1: awful. utterly just nerve wracking and nervous and scared and uh, just confused as to why and what and how this is happening. And so we go through that and, and we go in and we do the C-section and it is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And it was so just what you said, nerve wracking and, and overwhelming and um, yeah. just so not what we had planned, not what we expected. However, baby Rosie was born. Baby Rosie was born and after about a full week, uh, my wife has recovered. So um they were able to do a successful C-section. We were able to get our sweet baby girl and meet her a bit early. Amen. And um praise be to God that uh now after some time has passed, which is why I haven't been on the podcast. We were a bit worried there for a bit. We had to stay in the hospital for the full week after the after the C-section and um working on a lot of recovery stuff my, my poor wife was on four different antibiotics
0: And that's so much medicine that's so awful. much she was hooked up on
1: an iv yeah. on an iv for literally a week straight wow. like she had so much liquid just medicine being pumped into her but praise be to God. Praise be to God. She is recovering. Awesome. Now she's doing so much better. She's up on her feet. She's moving around. Baby Rosie's doing great. Um, again, there were some complications after Rosie got here, her blood sugar was way off. And, um, some of the levels that the doctors were checking were not looking good. And so that was another 24, 48 hours of sleepless prayer and just begging God to show up and help us. And, and he did, he did. And, and baby Rosie's doing, doing great now doing so well. And, um, you know, the first thing that uh, Madeline, my wife, said when she like came back, you know, because she was out for a while once she when she had the infection and the fever and, and she was kind of mentally out of it. But the first thing that she said when she came back was, um, I have felt the prayers of God's people. That's, a, that's so. amazing. We are, I'm so thankful for you, Elizabeth. So thankful for your husband, Mario, and our friends, and our church, and our, you know, our inner circle who was really interceding for us and really praying for us.
0: We, yeah, um, we were praying. We were praying. We didn't know what was going on, but we just felt in our hearts that we just, we needed to pray.
1: Yeah. And that's the spirit. That is 100% the spirit. yeah. You know, we didn't text you immediately because we were just so busy, but um, I know you guys, you guys were uh, impressed upon by the spirit to pray for us. And, and Madeline felt that. She felt the prayers, and, and God was faithful to us. And, um, So two things, if I can, from that. Number one, God is faithful. God is good. No matter what you're going through, no matter what, again, your holidays have looked like, no matter what this winter looks like for you, no matter what life looks like for you, God is able to meet you in the midst of the difficulty. God is able to minister to you. God is faithful and good. Um, He is ruling and reigning over all things. He is sitting on the throne as king of the universe, and nothing could ever knock him off of his throne. No one could ever take God off of his throne. He will never stop ruling and reigning. He is good and kind. Number two, even if your prayers aren't answered, even if you still experience the difficulty of this world, like even if things didn't go so well for us, even if baby Rosie didn't end up doing so hot, even if my wife didn't end up doing so hot, as difficult as it sounds, that doesn't change God's nature and character. And God's nature and character is not dependent upon our experience. It doesn't change based on our experience. Rather, even in the difficulty, the difficulty of life lived in a broken world because of sin, even in that space, even when things don't go our way, God is still good. I haven't talked about this on the podcast before. Maybe we will moving forward, but I would like to mention just to kind of back up this point, just so that doesn't seem like a cheap kind of Jesus juke, um, Almost three years ago now, I lost my sister, my younger sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, she took her own life after a battle, a lifelong battle with, with mental illness. and she fought valiantly and she fought so hard and she ended up losing that battle and, and she lost that battle in January of 2018. And so this winter season for me and my family is incredibly difficult. This, mm-hmm. you know this holiday season, Christmas without my sister is, is incredibly difficult. But even in that space, even in that difficulty, God is still faithful. He's still present. He is still an ever-present help in times of trouble. He still desires to draw near and to minister to us and to bless us, even in the midst of pain and suffering. So while I am so thankful that things went so well for us through this pregnancy, even through the difficulty, things ended up going great. My wife is healthy now. My baby's healthy now. I've also tasted what what it looks like when life doesn't go great. When prayers don't get answered, when you do taste the bitterness of sin, the bitterness of a broken world. And in both cases, in both spaces, God is good. In both spaces, God wants to minister to you and bless you and remind you of his love for you. So I hope and pray that that's encouraging. I know that might be heavy. I know that I just talked a lot, but I just miss you guys. I miss you, listener of Warrior Podcast. I miss you, Warrior. So I pray that that's encouraging, and I'm thankful for, uh, thankful for this platform where we can meet and talk and, and share stories of God's goodness, and, and I pray that you're blessed by this.
0: Yeah, and, and I just want to say thank you, Connor, so much for being willing to share what you have experienced in your life and how um, God is working through all things, the good and the bad, and and I'm sure that he will use this in in many ways for many people to hear and many people to come to know the Lord. So I just want to say I really appreciate you sharing that and I'm sure I'm sure the listeners will as well.
1: Yeah, praise God. Praise God. He is good and he is able to work and minister and meet us in any space, place, and time.
0: Thank you for listening to us. If you want to trust in Christ, or if you want to learn more about making him the authority over your life, or if you want to learn more about us, send us a message on our Instagram at WGMHQ. That's WGMHQ. We will make sure that someone gets in touch with you. This has been Warrior Podcast with Connor Shanahan. Warrior God Ministry's mission is to change the world by making disciples among military members and first responders and equipping them to be disciple makers and missionaries in their respective communities for the glory of Jesus Christ.